You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Sorry, I just want you to know you're doing a great job. Oh man, you, know, you, you got there on time. I was wasn't there for very you long. You are pushing it, buddy. You are pushing it. I know it. I'm pushing it right now. I know I am pushing it right now. And I, I hate tell- to say this, but actually, whoa, oh my mic's turned around. Uh, I hate to say this, but you actually might be a little too quiet right now. Yeah. There we go. Well, That's like the worst thing I could have ever said, particularly from the way that you've been acting today. Well, we've got that fixed now. Okay, stop it. I agree. There should be more of me. Uh, All right. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so, and we greatly appreciate it. Of course, if you're listening live, we're kind of going on time that, uh, well... We're kind of like early-ish. Kind of like early, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though we're kind of 20 minutes late at the same time. This but is for true. us, this is early. This is totally early. Yeah. And, and I, why is that, Greg? Well, I have to say, so it is Friday here in Portland, and we really quick, too, do want to say a huge thank you to everyone who ordered the Fun Employment Radio sweatshirts. We are so excited. We're putting in the order today. We're going to have them probably around like December 3rd or 4th. Yes. And uh, we'll be shipping them out. You guys are going to be coming here and picking them up. Uh, we are just so, so thrilled. Thank you so much, because it really does support a us. A gajillion times thank you. It does. It does. Yeah, it's it's important, and uh, you guys were a tremendous help with that. And, you know, any anything that you guys do, even just downloading, listening to the show is fantastic, but hey, financial support helps pay bills. Yeah. So, totally. You know, I'm, we can we can say that. No, but I'm so excited to, like, write the final numbers and send it yeah. off, and then... Yeah. And then it's like it's like a thing. It's like we send it off and like we give it to give it to someone and then they send things back. Right. And That's they're going to be sweatshirts. It's business. It's That's how business this works. Stuff. Yes, transactions. This reminds me of the first time that we got our t-shirts. I was just so giddy. Like sweatshirts? I don't even know. I'm going to be so spastic when we get them. Yeah. It's going to be so you fun. You already are a little bit spastic. I know. Okay. <laughs> so, uh so with that, yes, we are starting just a little bit earlier today. And that is because I am once again being a cog in the wheel. Uh, God damn, you are an- this up. is your annoying week. Regardless of how obnoxious I am sometimes, like you really have just like made up for lost time this past <laughs> week. <laughs> so, uh, as you guys know, I was out uh I didn't do the show on Wednesday. We had uh, Aaron Duran and Lisa Wood in here who filled in marvelous marvelously. Uh oh! You better get your your mouth working. I haven't if you're had any coffee. Acting. I haven't had any coffee. That's you shouldn't why. have too much. So I was out on Wednesday because of the acting, and now I am scheduled to be on set uh, here at any time. So this is what happened. Me. So Greg was supposed to be <laughs> to have his thing. So last night, Greg and I actually ended up being able to go to a very cool thing last yes, night. So yes, why don't we, we let's 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 rewind back to okay, last night? We'll do that. Okay. So uh, our buddy Mike, who is awesome, he uh, works for a PR firm here in town, and um, like and he also was like you know pitches us guests, and we know this guy who sent uh, Don Crawley. Yes. Our way. So clearly mm-hmm. he has good taste in people because yes. Don Crawley was awesome, uh, and so Mike called us yesterday and he's just like hey there's this new fancy bar opening things like i have two passes do you guys want to go and greg and i are like uh free and fuck yes <laughs> that is absolutely what we want to do favorite things two favorite and let me say three favorite things because not only was it free it good to hang out with mike who was a cool guy it's a bar opening but it's also a karaoke bar opening. Yes. I mean, come the fuck on. That is your kryptonite. That is my kryptonite. There was something, if anyone ever had to like lure you in somewhere, like say you were out on the lam, you were some criminal, and they didn't know how to get you to like come out of hiding, that's what it would be. They would just start opening up little karaoke dive bars. That's totally Even though this it. one isn't really a dive bar, but they'd open up like karaoke dive bars. That would be your kryptonite. That's how they lure you in. 
They, you, you know, know how they get like criminals? They'll, they'll lure them in and be like, oh, you want a free car? Come on in. Yours would be, oh, you want a free hour of private karaoke oh for you and your God. friends. That's and true. And then you would totally come running. That is totally true. I would be totally tricked by the old oh, karaoke. You absolutely. The karaoke blindside. I would, would be totally instantly be instantly blinded by, that. by it. You would not even think about it. It would just be yes. And you would be straight down there. Wow. Yep. You're actually... You're I actually figured right. it out. Well, so last night we got to go to this uh, really awesome new karaoke bar that's opening here in town. Well, it's uh, it's called it, it's called The Voice Box. And so we went to this opening uh, last night because they're opening a Southeast one. So Greg and I, as is our want, we wanted to imbibe in a couple, you know, a couple adult cocktails. So we Well, wrote, they were encouraging it because they want you to sample them. They so. do. It was like samples. Yeah. With alcohol. In them. Yeah. And they were delicious samples. And, and so, yeah, so Greg and I took the bus down because there's a bus line that runs between, like, right between our two residences, basically. So we're just like, all right, Greg, take, take that bus and then I'll meet you. You know, I'll walk over and we can ride the bus down together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, rode the bus down there. It was awesome. Got yes. to, uh, met the owner. I actually sang a karaoke song with the owner. Yes, you did. Which was terrifying because <laughs> I, I, it was very scary. I've never actually been because this is one of those karaoke places that you can rent out the certain rooms. Yeah. It's like there are rooms. It's fancy. It is so cool. You can like change the lighting and you can change like the disco ball and the temperature of the room. It was like super fucking fancy. It was awesome. And so, uh, I was talking to the owner. It turns out him and I both have uh, a love of singing Alanis Morissette's You Ought to Know. And he was like, hey, I own this place. Let's go sing that song, even though there are a bunch of people waiting in line. I'm like, I like the cut of your jib. And so we ended up <laughs> singing that song. It was very, very fun and very terrifying. Yeah, you were you you did sing with the owner. All eyes were on you. It was. It was a little scary. Yeah. But yeah. you you did good. Mm-hmm. You did you did all right. So I did that. And then, uh, as is our want, uh, rode the bus back. And lo and behold, saw an old friend on the bus <laughs> that <laughs> recognized me. From something uh, from a so, couple months ago. So, uh, yeah, maybe a month ago, we were talking about how our friend uh, James, James Sinclair, was having his art show down at Sequential Art Studios mm-hmm. d- in downtown Portland. And Sarah, myself, and Lisa Wood all did kind of the same thing, took the bus down there to go down, you know, check it out. Maybe we- had some road sodas. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I'm not, I'm not confirming or denying that. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, had some wine and same thing. And we ended up coming back. However, Lisa and... <laughs> Lisa and Sarah were louder than we think. Perhaps imbibed a little bit more than I did, or maybe anyone else did. And <gasps> that's not true. We're just boisterous. Um. Yeah. You were. You are boisterous. Mm-hmm. That's you're boisterous right now. You were drunk and boisterous then, mm-hmm. and that's and both <laughs> of you were. And the thing is, when the two of you get together too, and you combine the drunkenness and the boisterousness, it multiplies like how loud it is. It's it's some kind of weird scientific property to it that I don't know what it is, but it just magnifies both the vulgarities and the uh, the volume level. It's not vulgarities. It's, it's hilarities, not vulgarities. Well, no, it's funny. I didn't say it wasn't funny, but I'm saying the amounts of fucks and uh, random disgusting things that come out of both of your mouths, it it amplifies a lot. Well, it's... it's I, I, fu- I don't care. Yeah, you better not but care, actor, if you thing. want another ride back to... By the <laughs> way, can we just say what a good friend I am? I have given uh, well, Greg... We'll go. We'll go back to that. Fine, fine. Uh, so anyway, so we were on the bus that one night, and for perhaps well, no, I'm sh- not saying this is a bad thing, but you know that's true. Perhaps and the thing is, you you guys also. It's like there's a there's a in your mind. There's no one else can hear what you're saying, but in reality, like you're plopped down in the middle of a whole giant group of people, but you don't realize it. And then, and maybe occasionally, you'll like make something out through the fog, and maybe scream loud words in, next to old people that are sitting across from you and probably scared them and then they got off the bus. 
and then an old man got on the bus that happened to look like Bob Newhart. He and you guys totally broke, looks <laughs> like Bob Newhart. Oh, my God. So when we got on the bus, the bus driver kind of, he wasn't rude, but he kind of looked at me as if he recognized me. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. That bus driver looks kind of familiar. And uh, so then we went and sat on the bus. And Greg and I, um, we were just like sitting there. Definitely did, did not drink very much. So it wasn't as loud. It no, wasn't no. loud like it was the last no, time we were on the bus. So mm-hmm. I, we were riding on the bus. And then we make this stop. So we're on the 14. Make this stop. And it was the same stuff. And all of a sudden, I'm, fe- I'm getting this feeling of deja vu because I see this man waiting for the bus. I'm like, wait a second. What is this? And I, all of a sudden, in my mind, I think, and I look to Greg. I'm like, that guy looks just like Bob Newhart. And Greg's <laughs> like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, God, that's that's the guy that I kept saying looked like Bob Newhart, wasn't it? And so we got on the bus. And, of course, it's the Bob Newhart guy, along with the bus driver that had told Lisa and I to watch our language. Which I had a talk with that bus driver and the Bob Newhart guy last time after you got off. And lo and behold, I had another talk. No, you time. didn't. Oh, yeah. Because of when you got off the bus, you saw what he did. Did you see that he... When well, he got off the bus? I saw Bob Newhart waved at me. Yeah. yeah. He recognized you once you started walking <laughs> off the bus. Because I was sitting back there, because I was still on there, and he's he saw you go off, and you could see him like do kind of a double take. And then he's like, oh... Oh. But it was like a happy O. Like he yeah, actually, no, he, didn't he was seem like mad. enthusiastically waving at me. I'm like, I'm like, hi. He didn't seem mad, but no. that's how memorable that night was for him. <laughs> okay, and that's why I'm saying the two of you together, <laughs> it is. It's like a tornado of fucks, basically. Yeah. Tornado of loud fucks. Well, I have to say, he looks exactly like Bob Newhart, and more specifically, Bob Newhart in the movie Elf. He looks exactly like Bob Newhart in Elf. He has the same glasses. <laughs> he looks exactly like him. It was. It's trippy. How yeah. much he looks like him. Thank God he didn't recognize me while I was on the bus because I don't even know how I would have talked my way out of that one. Yeah, what would you say? I don't know. <laughs> you would have had a long bus ride. Well, not a long bus ride, but he had another five minutes. That's true. How would you approach him? What I, d- would you say I to didn't him? approach him. You know, let's get off of me because Greg's being a little <laughs> aggressive toward me right now because he knows that he's just throwing a monkey wrench into everything because of his acting skills, because of his acting schedule. Well,. So uh, so that's what we were saying. So we did start a little bit earlier today. And I do say, have to say, Sarah's she's just been, been fantastic. She's just doing a great How job. How many times has your friend come and picked you up and dropped you off at your, uh, <laughs> at your movie shoot today? Twice. Twice? Twice? I'm sorry, how many times? Twice. And then, how, uh, and then how many times did you ask for me to take you as soon as, I don't know, the countdown has started for whenever Greg's going to be beckoned to his so here's TV the deal. show? So the, uh, the show that I, I was on on Wednesday... They're still filming all this week here for for the episode that they're doing, and they've asked me to come back for another spot. They've kind of written in another. Oh, got part. some wiggle room. I got yeah, I got some more room. Mm-hmm. So they they kind of uh, wrote something into uh, to include me in another another scene of the show, and so that's what I'm going to have to go and uh, I have to go film it. But they thought they were going to do it early, but as the as is the case with these things, sometimes the times change. But yeah, because very, initially it was supposed to be eight, and was. then it was eleven. Yeah, and now it's eighty minutes from now or eight minutes from now. We have no idea. Yes. Yeah. No, I really don't. I, I'm going to touch base with them here in a little bit, and then I'll see uh, when I'm when I'm needed. Are they on calling set. you? Uh, they said to just touch base in an hour and a half. Touch well, base. Well, which which is about a half hour. From <gasps> yeah. Now. So people are speculating. Yeah. Greg said yesterday it is not grim. It's it not. Is grim. A, it's a new show, but it, it it's a it's pretty cool yeah it has it has it has it's not some piece of shit show like it has finances behind it like it's something yeah. it's it's a it's solid a, it's, it's a, a solid legitimate one. yeah yeah it's a legitimate uh, thing um so 
I mean, I can't, like I said, I can't really say exactly what it is. And hopefully, everybody will be seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm going to be going back there and filming on the, uh, I will, yeah, I'll just say it. Oh, it's, it's close to the studio. I'm, I'm, you may see some film crews around the Hawthorne Bridge. Oh, are you going to be on the bridge? I think I will be on the, I don't know. I, I'm not sure or if I'll be under on the, the bridge. bridge. I won't be under the bridge. I feel there's a, there's a scene involving me with um, with another character. Interesting An interaction, if you will, and perhaps a uh, an aggressive interaction. An aggressive interaction. Slight, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have a stunt double for said aggressive interaction? No. Uh, the The aggression is uh, put towards me. Oh, good. Yeah. Maybe they'll accidentally push you off the bridge. What? Oh. I didn't say that. Wow. That'd just be a horrible thing to say. Yeah, that would be an awful thing yeah, to say. That's why you why. would you would never be allowed to film on the bridge because of your murder spasms. You would you would be the worst person ever to be around on a bridge. I think about that sometimes. How I've walked across a bridge with you, and then I after you admitted that you constantly have thoughts of pushing people. I off don't of have bridges. constant thoughts of pushing people off. I have constant thoughts of jumping off. And no, accidentally or that's falling not off. What you said. It's not so much jumping as falling. You're trying to we cover your tracks back. now. Stop! You're deflecting. Now you're putting all this shit onto me. Stop it! I'm not going to play these actor reindeer games. I don't like this little <laughs> pompous attitude you're getting with your little fucking acting stuff. What, what are you talking about? I'm I, not your chauffeur, me. Greg. No, that was very nice of you to drive me around. Are you kidding me? Do you think there's any way I could ever get a big head about anything that I do? Uh, on Wednesday, let me tell everybody this. Let's get a, pull pull back the curtain a little bit. Ooh. So, so on Wednesday, um, you know, went up there on on the shoot. I had fun. I was feeling really good. I was I was excited about it. It was a good long day, but. I had a lot of fun with it. And the second, uh, when I when I got back into town, there was still like the fourth quarter of the Blazer game. So I went and met up with Sarah and Tristan, who were watching the game. Mm-hmm. And instantly, you guys uh, brought me back down to, oh, well, you probably fucked it up. You probably did something terrible. You probably oh, we were joking up. with no, you. No, but I'm saying... There's there's no way I could ever get a big head around you guys. Like, oh, that's good. That means a good friendship. We're keeping you real, yo. <laughs> We're keeping you real. Yeah, and the, I like how too the the confusion of uh, me being happy is confused as having a big head. Well, maybe you need to understand that you being happy is confusing. <laughs> maybe that's why it gets confused because it's confusing. <laughs> Oh, Lordy. Uh, yes, so what are you doing this weekend? Are you doing anything exciting? Uh, wow, throw me on the spot there. I don't know, I'm just asking, you know what I'm going, uh, you know what I'm doing this weekend? What? I'm going to see American Idiot, the musical, because apparently it's 1997, or 2007. <laughs> oh, the Green Day? Yeah. Yeah, but I heard that's, well, I heard that's good, I but keep I hearing mixed reviews, yeah. so I'm going to, so my friend, uh, well, one of my best friends, Heather, she has, uh, like, season tickets to, like, some opera thing, and so uh, her and her mom will go to, like, different operas and shows that come through town, and her mom uh, opted out of going to this one, so I'm going with her this weekend to okay. go see it, which is weird, because I've always wanted to see it, but I keep hearing a lot of people are like, oh, it's lame, but it's, I, I like that whole album, so it should be interesting. I'm going to be doing that, and I'm going to be doing dog portrait painting. Oh, nice. That is my rip-roaring crazy-ass weekend. That is... That I is, don't mean to brag. That is pretty crazy. Oh, so, so Ryan, Ryan in the chat saw it. Was it good? Let me know. Let me All right. Know. All right. All right. How about you? Are you going to be acting, doing some acting stuff this weekend? No, I think this is going to be it. I yeah? I think this is going to be it for today. Unless you wow the pants off of them. You know what? You thought it was going to be it last time, and you wowed the pants off of them and got another day. So what you need to do today is set out... For today to set out for another day. Yeah, I don't know how that would work though. In in the scheme of what you need doing. to let them know how integral you are to the storyline. <laughs> then it would just be like dropping, dropping me into the middle of scenes that that I don't belong in. That would be kind of funny. I'd be okay with that if they decided to do it. 
Oh, awesome. Right, Ryan said that he saw it. It's full green day music, profanity, and simulated drugs and sex. It's yeah. good. <laughs> awesome. Cool. They have okay. sex in it? I don't know. Well, it's a simulated drugs and sex. I'm pretty sure it's not a live sex it's show. It's a live sex show you're going Are to? Are you getting a phone call? Uh, Greg's no. people might be writing him. Well, how about- no, it's okay. I, I can't let you know about what's going on. Okay. Well, how about while you do that, I'll do this. Uh-oh. Hello, my friends. Hi, Greg. Hi, Sarah. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. This this first story really disturbed me. And it's not violent. It's not anyone losing testicles or anything along those lines. But it is... Tell me if this is like as as weird to you as it is to me. This is a bizarre. So of course, as most fucked up amazing things where they come from, it's a story out of Japan. It's not involving tentacles, is it? No, it doesn't involve tentacles. Okay. But it does involve oral sex. So here we go. Okay, so do you remember that game show that used to exist? It's called Make Me Laugh. In which, like, you know, uh, comedians tried to make, uh, you know, contestants giggle. Oh, right. Like, tried they, to make them laugh. keep a straight face. Or yeah, something. tried to keep a straight face, but it would be, like, the first person who, you know, who could get the, who could make them laugh. Mm-hmm. Japan has taken a different approach to this. Japan now has a new TV show called Orgasm Wars, which the tagline is, make me climax. Whereas they recruit gay men... To try to bring straight men to orgasm against uh, straight men to orgasm against his will. What the? This fuck? is a real show, and they had it. I would recommend not watching the show. I felt so filthy after watching this. So basically, what this is, it's a show where there's a super hetero dude and a super gay guy, and they both like kind of mash up. Like you know, the, the gay guy's like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I, you're gonna enjoy yourself," and the and the straight dude's like, "I don't like dudes. It's never gonna happen." The gay guy. Goes into a box. So basically there's a box there. And the straight guy stands inside of the box. The gay dude goes into the box. Like you can see his back, you know, like his button is back because his head's in the box. And he gets 40 minutes to try and make the straight dude come to conclusion. What? Yes. That so in the first up. one, so they've just had one, uh, one episode so far. So the first one... Uh, features so the straight man. Uh, so it's against his will. No, it's not. He's like. Well, he's I guess they're. No, so he's like staunchly saying the beginning. He's like, "You're not going to make me come. You're not going to make me, like I. I don't like guys." And the the gay the other like the gay. But dude yet is he's like, willing to go into a box for forty minutes with a very gay man. Uh-uh, you, I bet you can't. That's exactly I what it is. I bet you won't. It's like, you can't no make... Way. No, but it was so yeah. funny how no. mad the straight guy was. Because the, the gay dude's like this uh, like big, like kind of a bigger guy, like kind of sweaty. <laughs> like Rick said they have this show in prison. It's Or in America, it's called prison. <laughs> Sorry, I messed that up. Yeah, so, uh, so this actually featured a straight Japanese porn star and, uh, and his opponent, who was this flamboyant uh, gay man in Japan. And so, so that's the show. So, so the you, show you is him performing oral sex minutes? inside of a box for 40 minutes. And you can see the guy who's receiving it. You can see his reactions. I. It's disturbing. It's disturbing. And so they have, of course, 40 minutes. Also, what's great is that there's a live studio audience. What the fuck? Japan is fucked, dude. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you want to, I, I found this story on uh, the Huffington Post. They linked to like a 10 minute segment of this episode, which I. Everything in me was just like, no, no. Gross. Like, in no way is it erotic or. or anything. Yeah, that's disturbing. Next up, a man by the name of Edward Michael Alvin, 34 years young, was arrested last week after an off-duty cop caught the man masturbating at the Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles, also known as the DMV. And of course, this happened in Florida. Of course. Yes. uh, So the Florida man, Edward Michael Alvin, began furiously masturbating. In the lobby of the DMV on Friday. I just like to put furious. Yeah, it's the furious part that's just. Stop it. Don't do that. I was trying to. Don't do that. Add sound effects to your. Edward Michael Alvin began furiously masturbating in the lobby of the DMV. An off duty. Masturbating. Officer told Alvin to stop masturbating, but the suspect ignored his pleas and kept on keeping on. He was then placed under arrest and was charged with indecent exposure and released later that evening. Now, this isn't the first time, of course, a lot of men like to... to what, What's a way to say masturbate? Flog the log in public. A lot of men do not like to do that. That's uh, not Kevin true. Bishop, for example, a 44-year-old man, was uh, just recently caught masturbating in a New York subway. Uh, he was charged with public lewdness, but pleaded not guilty because he said that he looked down and his penis had just popped out. He was trying to put it back in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, it just keeps getting all over the way. You come back here now. <laughs> what happened? I got a hold of it. I'm trying to get it in there. <laughs> oh, man. My Willie done escaped again. Whoops, uh, lazy. Oh, my gosh. Taking Another one. I, t- I pull these stories without noting where they're from until mm-hmm. I'm reading them. Give me the first three words. A Florida man? A Florida man was arrested... This past Tuesday, after he was allegedly impersonating a cop to try and get free donuts. <laughs> this man's name, he was arrested at Dunkin' Donuts, specifically. This is in Tampa Bay. Uh, so, uh, according to reports, Charles Barry was a regular at this Dunkin' Donuts. And uh, apparently he would always come in telling employees uh, he would demand discounts. Because he was an officer of the law. It so when, like the episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia right? when they get the cop outfits yeah. <laughs> demand free hot dogs. Uh, so when he would be questioned about it, uh, workers recall that Charles Barry would tell them that he was a U.S. Air Marshal. Apparently the scheme what? worked for many he's, months. Wait, he's an Air Marshal or, or a cop? He said he was a cop. Well, I mean, I guess that is It is a cop. cop it's but a, but it's yeah. an Air Cop. I don't know. Yeah. So he was a U.S. Air Marshal. So apparently this worked for some time until managers became concerned that, oh, he might not be a cop and he might be abusing the discount. Wait, so he didn't even have to have a uniform, he right? He didn't even prove it. No, because I guess like he would show up every weekend and stop by the store on weekends with his family demanding free donuts for everyone. How, and at no point they ever questioned whether or not he was an actual off. Because, I mean, Sky Marshals, for the most part, they're undercover, right? They are. At least that's to my so understanding. So maybe that's what he said. Maybe he's like, hey, so I'm super undercover. Hey, yeah, I'm an undercover cop. Give me donuts and shit. Mm. And they would just hand him that? I well, mean, in a way, he's kind of genius. It is a little genius. Well, Greg, let me tell you, Charles Berry's donut discount days finally did come to a conclusion last week after he allegedly asked for a discount 
but instead he didn't go in. He went through the drive-through, and uh, so when they asked him for some proof, he furnished a fake badge and a real gun. Oh well, okay. There's there we there's go. The, the uh, so the next day. When he was going through the drive-thru again to get more... Dude doesn't need more donuts. Man, he Come likes on. his donuts. He really likes his donuts. People <laughs> get obsessed with Dunkin' Donuts. God, don't ever get started with anyone who likes Dunkin' Donuts coffee. They will never shut up about it. I mean, there used to be... I don't know if there are any Dunkin' Donuts left No, in now. New York, like, if you go there, everyone's just like, Oh, Dunkin' Donuts, I love their coffee. Just yeah. don't, talk to, don't talk to anyone. I used to go to them all the time when I was a kid because they, yeah. they were all over the place here, but... Hmm. All right. Well, then the next day when he was driving through to get more donuts, uh, the manager decided to write down his license plate number. Uh, so he alerted the police. The police set up surveillance near Dunkin' Donuts the following day. Though he was not caught in the act that day, police spotted Barry and pulled him over, uh, looked in his car, found a law enforcement badge and a gun in his possession. Also, I guess it was a real badge, but it wasn't his. It was his father. Who used to work as a police officer in oh, New Jersey? He so he stole his dad's. Took his dad's badge. Dude to get free loves donuts. donuts. He really likes his donuts. He loves them. Well, why at any point? Why did it take this long before they actually asked for proof? Or why not just say no? I don't no, know. We Maybe don't they were afraid of the, of the police. I don't know. Well, after Dunkin' Donuts employees positively identified Barry, he was arrested and charged with false impersonation of a law enforcement officer. Uh, police report states that Barry did later, after much questioning, admit to the deceit, telling investigators that he did a, quote, stupid thing to get his discount donuts. Oh, man, I sure do like donuts. Though. I do like my donuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and finally, just one more brief story. What uh, if I made up, like, a service? So I'm not actually impersonating anyone. You want to try it at Bikini Coffee? I'm just lying. Yeah. Like what? Uh, I'm part of the... uh, You could be part of something, something task force. I'm part of the Department of Atmospherical... Task force. Task force, yeah. Task force. Department of Atmospherical Task Force. No, atmospherical. No, you should say... uh, Department of... uh, Legislation Task Force. Yeah, task, task, force. task force. Yeah, and we uh, we generally get free coffee at uh, establishments such as yours, ma'am. We're uh, they to, see we're, it as a courtesy because you. yeah, it's because uh, we're courtesy. out there protecting you on the streets and in the uh, undercovers and the things that I cannot discuss with you right now every day, keeping you safe on your travel and uh, getting your bikinis to you on time. And uh, we would like some free coffee. You can't ask for free coffee. It has to be insinuated that they should oh, be giving okay. it to you. You All need right. to know how to ask without I asking. I need a good story here. So, if I'm a... Well, I could do the, the Department of Country Intelligence. No, don't put intelligence in there. Don't put country in there. Nobody respects either of those. What's something cool they would like? Ninjas? Yeah. You could be the Department of Ninja Task Force. They might believe it. But then you have to show them some of your sweet ninja moves. I've got my ninja magazines. Department of... I don't know. Finally, there is one more story. And this is a man by the name of Joseph Small. Department of Swords, Fire... And Wind. And Wind, yeah. Swords, Fire, and Wind. Oh, my God. I'm from the Department of Swords, Fire, and Wind. and uh, So it's kind of like alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Only it's Swords, Fire, and Wind. If you need to explain it that much, it's probably not as good okay. as you think it is. Oh, yeah. Swords, fire, and ice. Good one, Bean. They might believe that. It's like, I'm a... I keep the street, the streets safe, and I'm a master at Game of Thrones trivia. That's what you could say. Free coffee. 
All right. My last story is about a man named Joseph Small. Joseph Small, not from Florida. He lives in London. Now, Joseph Small is 20 years old, and he appeared in the Westminster Magistrates Court in London earlier this week, admitting to multiple charges after a hotel rampage. A rampage! That ended with him shoving a fire hose in his butt. Wow. It's not how I pictured that going. So this <laughs> happened on Halloween. In his own buttocks. Of his own volition. Of his own volition. Right in his posterior. Uh, Right in his posterior. All right, so this is at the Westminster Magistrates Court. Uh, So uh, the incident happened on Hallow's Eve. All Hallow's Eve. Yes. So uh, police say that on Halloween, Joseph Small stripped naked on the fourth floor hallway of a premier inn before gently inserting the tip of a hose of a fire extinguisher. You know how big a fire hose is? <laughs> it's pretty big. I don't think you're gently placing the tip of a fire <laughs> hose easing it in. into anything. <laughs> he placed it into his butt and started playing with his own fire hose in the hallway. <laughs> I love the way people write sometimes. So... so th- <laughs> This was a Halloween party that just no, it was on. It just happened to be on Halloween, and he went to a hotel. He was in the hallway of the fourth floor, undid the fire hose, put it in his butt, started playing with himself. You know what I'm going to (laughs) do? You know what? What's a great idea? You know how I can get this party started? (laughs) (laughs) Well, hotel workers received many complaints from people who were, you know, trying to walk by the guy diddling himself with the fire hose. (laughs) They were just walking by. (laughs) Ah, nice evening, isn't it? So hotel workers uh, told officials after they had finally responded that Joseph Small, who was a guest at the hotel, then out, began yelling. Got to put out a fire in my loins. <laughs> he then began yelling at everybody passing by, saying, "This country has been taken over. Go back to Pakistan." <laughs> as, he's shoving, as he's shoving the hose. <laughs> that's the perfect time to make a butt. political statement. After he finished doing that, he that's, then urinated on the floor. That's. <laughs> See, he's taking a stand for his beliefs, is what he's doing. He's saying, hey, look at this. This is the country. I don't know how he's Rick says this gives me a great idea for a Japanese game show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he did show up in the Westminster Magistrates Court, and he admitted to charges of criminal damage and outraging public decency. He will be sentenced on December 3rd. I will keep you posted on the fire hose and the butt guy and what happens to him. Fire hose and the butt (laughs) Oh, dear golly. That All right. got me an idea. <laughs> that, my friends, is my, oh, your and my. All of our world are crazy. <laughs> What's going on over there? I keep checking his phone. Just checking my phone there to see if I'm supposed to be somewhere. Okay. Are you okay. supposed to? Nope. Oops. Sarah is so upset with me today. You know what? I would be totally supportive of your acting career if it didn't, in, if it wasn't messing up the career that we have built together. It's not messing it your, up. Your what? phone is off. You're scattered. Do you have ball talk? Yes. Really? Yeah, we're going to do uh, predictions. All right. And a little Dr. Science, perhaps? Yes. All right. I like all of oh. these things. This is what it was. I got a, it was an email from Patch. You said... Uh, I should say I'm the federal breast inspector for the uh, bikini car wash. <gasps> oh, fail. I did. What? I did miss that story. I have it. Wait, is that an actual story? What? What, what are you talking about? The Dave's Killer Bread story. 
Oh, Dave's Club. What, do you want to do it? Well, everyone's been asking about that. All right, do you want to go ahead and bring it back in? Maybe I will. I'm going to bring it back in. For anybody who's just tuning in now live, yes, we did it's start earlier. It's a little earlier. discombobulated. It's a little discombobulated, and it's all my fault because I was called in to... Uh, Work on uh, to do do another scene in the television show. If anyone knows Greg, like he is, he's very good at balancing a bunch of different things, except for when everything keeps getting thrown. So today he is like they move the well, most. The time has been moved like four different times. Today you're the most scattered version of yourself, and I mean that in a loving way because you're yeah. never scattered. No, but right now you're fucking scattered. Yeah, I'm a little scattered. That's why you need to be here. I, I am federal breast inspector. All right, and finally, there is one more story. Thank you for reminding me, everybody. Of course, we all know. Greg, you know. You know about Dave's Killer Bread, correct? Dave's Killer Bread? So the story about... But but we're all... I don't think everybody knows about Dave's Killer Bread. All right, well, Dave's Killer Bread, I think it's it's distributed. I'm pretty sure that it is. Yeah, I think it's national. Okay. So basically the story about Dave's Killer Bread is that this guy uh, named Dave was in, uh, he was in prison like four different times. He decided to clean up his life, uh, decided to make all this amazing bread, start, like helping the community, blah, blah, blah. Nice yeah. guy, lives here in Portland. Now, unfortunately, it has come out that last night uh, the owner of Dave's Killer Bread, who is uh, David James Dahl, uh, has been arrested last evening after reportedly uh, after reportedly acting strangely in a home before wrecking three police cruisers from the Washington County Sheriff's Office. Yeah. That ain't good. No. That ain't good. That is not good. Uh, David James Dahl, 50 years old, of Milwaukee, was accused of second-degree assault, assaulting a police officer. Not the fucking day to do that, man. Well, especially when you already have... Like, you He has went four. To jail he was for whatever in prison was, four times. Four times. Yeah. You know... Built this amazing company for himself, got his life together, did some great things. But it doesn't matter. You still have that record. You go, you had an attack on a police officer. That's not good anytime. Mm. You're... Well, and plus yesterday, I mean, for you know, for many people, along with a lot of the police officers in Portland, it was a very tough day. Yeah. Yesterday. Yes, it was. Yeah. Not, um, so not was... that any day is the day to do anything, mm. but uh, definitely not. So uh, he attempted to loot a police officer resisting arrest, criminal mischief, and reckless driving. His bail is set at two hundred ninety thousand uh, dollars. Dave Dahl has lived a storied life that included a fifteen-year term in prison for drug possession, burglary, assault, and armed robbery. His story of redemption as the founder of a successful bread company are part of the allure of his line and his organic bread first introduced at the Portland Farmers Market in two thousand five. So apparently, this happened when a woman called police saying he was acting erratically. Upon deputies arriving, uh, the black. Cadillac Escalade was leaving, ended up ramming a few police cars. The policemen are okay. However, Dahl was arrested. It's being asked why uh, yesterday was a particularly uh, date. So I'll just say um, there was a there was a funeral for an Oregon City police officer here in the Portland area. Who was respond- Who was a first responder. Yeah, it, and it's really messed up. He yeah. showed up at a house and he was a first responder and the person that he showed up to try to help had a gun and killed him. Yeah, was a so. crazy person. So that's why yesterday. There, there was a huge procession. Like all of I-84 was shut down. It was a, it was a crazy day yesterday. So there you have it. Greg, you got to pick this back up, man. I know. Got a little Debbie Downer. Down there. All right, that's, we're, we're, that is your World of Crazy times two. There we go. All right, let's get some. Just thinking about what if I? I mean, would, could there be a department of a breast inspector? No, there couldn't be in part. But that sounds like one of those sh- like cheesy, shitty shirts you get at like a spring break like person who's selling t-shirts. For it $5. does. But you think about the. person I think that, that is if, a shirt that you can buy online, like breast inspector. Or you know what? I think in college I did have a hat that said boob inspector or something like that. I'm pretty sure it said boob inspector. Um, 
The thing is, though, if with those kinds of shirts and hats, what kind of person would that possibly ever work on? Sluts. Bingo. Target market identified. Gross. <laughs> All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, so it's a uh, potpourri smattering of balls. I did want to say this. Oregon State University's college basketball team is going to get a little bit better because Gary Payton's son has committed to Oregon State. Oh, good. Yeah, that's awesome. I guess. I don't know what that means. Gary Payton, the glove? You know who Gary Payton is? Is he the basketball player? He is a ba- Well, was, yes, a basketball player. Oh, I was just joking to fuck with you. Oh, he is. No, the glove, man. GP. Yeah, the ladies in the chat I'm looking about your breast inspector thing, the resounding uh, word that they are reacting to that with is ew. Okay, all right. Well, I just had, you never, you never know unless you throw it out there. Just to see. <laughs> Testing the water, if you will. Uh, so, Gary Payton, going to be joining the uh, Oregon State Beavers basketball team. Also, Richie Incognito. Now, you, do you remember who Richie Incognito is? The Dolphins player. The, the, the bullying. Yeah. The guy that like made all the guys like pay his tab or whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah he's, he's an asshole. Um, but uh, he has now filed a grievance against the Miami Dolphins for... Having him leave the team Oh really? Yes How's that going to go for him? I don't think it's going to go well for him I don't think so either I really don't think it's going to matter <laughs> to him uh, Go very well for him But that is That is indeed John and Boring is saying Greg pretty much everybody knows Not to wear that t-shirt Except you If John I, is even saying wait, Not to wear that When did this become That I'm saying I'm going to wear this t-shirt where, You where said that it was come? a great idea For a t-shirt I did not say You asked if you idea. could be A breast inspector That's exactly did, what you said You asked if it was I a real did, thing did not. Don't put this on other people That's exactly <laughs> what you said I'll own up what I said But this is getting out of control But would it work? Alright Moving on to ball talk couple of things. Why don't we do this? Let's go straight to predictions. All right. Let's go straight to prediction town, Sarah. And uh, I'm going to pull up the... Because, let's be honest. We do this every week on Fridays, especially. I make my predictions of what's going to happen in the world of college football. And sometimes other sports by request. Sure. Except for Oregon State and Oregon. And I haven't been wrong. I don't remember the last time I was wrong. It's been, I hate to say it, but I think it's been a couple of weeks. It's been a while. I know I'm at least seven of seven. Seven correct. In the last little while. So here's what I'm going to do, sir. Here's what I'm going to do. Because I've been doing so well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I just sent you a link right there. Normally, I let you pick one of the games because I research all of this. Hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. I'm going to let you pick two today. Oh, two, two games. for me. Uh, two games out of that lineup, you pick them. I will tell you who's going to win that game. Okay. Um, so I'll do the first one. I'm go with this: Oklahoma State versus Texas. Number twelve, Oklahoma State against number twenty-four, Texas. Texas down this year. At least everybody thought, but now making a comeback. And the comeback is going to keep coming. Texas will beat Oklahoma State this year, this this week. Texas over Oklahoma State. Sarah, do you have one for me? Okay, uh, I'm going to go with. Hmm. And I don't know shit about football. All right, how about uh, Stanford versus USC? Stanford versus USC. Well, thanks for throwing me that one. So Stanford, <laughs> um, obviously doing pretty well. Ranked number four right now. Just knocked off the Ducks. Ruined their season. Ducks will not win the Pac-12 championship, nor will they get to go to the national championship, which wouldn't, wasn't going to happen. So Stanford kind of got a lot going for themselves now. Minus that one loss, they would be in the championship wing. USC trying to make a comeback after they fired their coach. Stanford will win that game. 
Stanford. Stanford will. Stanford okay. will win that game. All right, number three. How about Washington versus UCLA? Washington versus UCLA. That's the, that's kind of a good one. UCLA up to number 13 right now. Washington took some hard losses early. Is the game, uh, do you know if the game's in Washington, in Seattle or uh, Los Angeles? I have no idea. You know what? Does it matter if, like, if they're first and second? Like, if, does it matter if, like, the team's name is first? Oh, uh, that all I... depends on how it's, how okay. it's lined up. No, I have no uh, idea. You know what? I'm going to say number 13, UCLA. You're going to be 7-3 and three tomorrow, after tomorrow, because Washington will win. The Washington Huskies will beat the UCLA Bruins tomorrow. So there you go. There's your winner, Sarah. Washington. Texas and Stanford. Thank you so much, Greg. You're welcome. I know it. I know it's a big deal for you. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Yeah, it's being reminded about the Big Johnson T-shirts. I can tell you. Oh God. Quantifiably, I have never owned a Big Johnson T-shirt in my life. Yeah, you want to wear a Breast Inspector one? I don't want to wear a <laughs> Breast Inspector one. I was just curious if it worked. It was merely for scientific purposes. I think being curious about one is pretty much the same as wearing one. <laughs> I've never in my life been curious about wearing a breast inspector shirt. Well, you don't have the same kind of interest that I do. I guess not. Yes. Yeah. Different category. All right. So why don't we take a quick break and we can get some Dr. Science questions in there? Yeah, absolutely. We've got time to do that. So it is, of course, Science Friday. Dr. Science, Science Facts. Mm-hmm. So if you have questions, go to funemploymentradio.com slash live. Enter in your questions now. And I shall dispel the, expunge the truth onto you that you so desire. Oh, my God. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Oh. Here we are. Yes, indeed. Yes. All right. It is getting very sciencey in here. Oh, gross. Of course, I have to do a little bit of... Science stretching. Sarah cannot be more annoyed with me today. I don't think it's pretty true. I don't think it's. I don't think it's possible. I don't. I, I'm pretty close. I'm I pretty think, sure it isn't. I think it may have reached reached the point. I don't know if um, if you. I, well, obviously, I'm probably not getting a ride to the set, and um, also probably. Well, you have to look realistic, like you're jogging on the bridge. I mean, you can't just show up being all like nice from a car. Yeah, you should yeah. probably run there in order right. to. That makes sense. It does I'm just helping you get in character. You're welcome. All right, well, let me do my science stretches, though. Because it's getting awful sciencey in here. God. I know, today when I can barely tolerate you, when, my, when I'm hanging on by a thread, of course it has to be Dr. Science Day. Of course it has to be Dr. Science Day. Oh, it's feeling good. Actually, this is good. This is good for acting, too, because I'm going to have to be doing that role in a little bit. Maybe I can impress some people on the set with some science facts. I can tell them some stories and some... Some information. Oh, that was good. Oh, yeah. Stop it! All right, sir. I got the brain juices flowing. The science, the science liquid is. Stop! What are you doing? You're doing some weird, like shoulder salsa over there. Viscous. All right. First question. Mm-hmm. Allow me to answer your questions. <laughs> Alex says Science Friday on NPR talked about urine today. Ah, see? see, they're taking clues. They're from just it. a week behind. Yeah. Last week was our urine one. <laughs> All right. First question from Katie. 
She writes, Dear Dr. Science. Yes! How do light bulbs burn out? How do light bulbs burn out? Dr. Science, how do light bulbs burn out? You know, I kid you not, in Dr. Science's basement this morning, he had to replace two light bulbs that had burnt out when he was trying to find his clothes. A little tidbit, a little inside information there. Don't wink at me. <laughs> oh, God. How do light bulbs burn out? Well, of course, this has been a problem for mankind ever since the light bulb was invented in 1793. A lot of people don't think it was invented back then, but it was. In 1793, when the light bulb was invented. When we illuminated the skies! Our man-made light. But what's always been a mystery since then is how do the light bulbs work? Therein shall you find your answer of how the light bulbs burn out. Now, light bulbs, of course, are full of light. Are they not, sir? <laughs> they sure are, Greg. What else is full of light, sir? The sun? Exactly. <laughs> the sun is also... Very good. The sun is also full of light. So, let's use a little bit of common sense logic here. Let's follow the trail. The light's in the sun. It's, it's in the sky. It's also... In the bulb, isn't it? Has the countdown started? The countdown has started. God damn it. No, no, it's fine. So, the way that the light bulb works is this, and a lot of people still don't understand exactly how to do it, yes. which is why sometimes, you uh-huh. know, uh, if, you're, if you don't have the scientific means, you're unable to, to do what? Harness. Sun drops. Now, sun drops are a phenomenon that we all know about. Um, they happen when uh, actually little pieces of the sun are constantly flying off. You know, you think of something that's exploding like that, pieces of the sun are getting hit like embers. And those things come down onto the earth and they're harnessed and then put inside of glass tubes. And that is what a light bulb is. And when it burns out, that's, uh, that's when the, uh, the star inside of it dies. A little piece of the sun dying. Yeah. Question number two. Yes. Oh, wait. Yeah, I didn't say your name. And this is Greg discombobulated because his acting people just called him. Question number two, dear Dr. Science. Yes! Why are your muscles sore after you work out? Why are your muscles sore after you work out? Well, that's a good question. Why are your muscles sore after you work out? Well, common sense would tell you a lot of things. Common sense doesn't always the answer. Doesn't always the answer. Why are your muscles sore after working out? Well, let's think about what what are muscles. They're muscles. I don't know what it's... Wrong. So muscles actually are something that live underneath your skin. Now, notice what I said there. I said live. Your muscles are, in fact, and this has been proven through many years of scientific, uh, scientific analysis, the muscles inside your body are actually a parasitic organism that we call muscles. So muscles are actually Gross. a living organism that grow inside of you. So they grow with you, they stay with you, but they are not, in fact, part of you. Now, a lot of people don't want to bring that up because it's very, you know, it's, it's what we call icky science. 
That's a, it's a whole section of science that a lot of people don't like to discuss, icky science. And that's what this is part of, and a lot of people try to keep that under wraps. But yes, in fact, muscles are not part of your body. And this is, was proven many, many years ago, actually 1407, when one of the first experiments was done, when they determined that the muscle, in fact, was a parasitic organism. That, oh, so stop. muscles, Ugh. because they are, they are parasitic, they don't like to be docile around all that much. You know what? They like to go along for the ride because they're parasites. But if you start, like, moving things and shoving things and, like, jumping up and down and jostling things around, what happens? What happens when you get jostled around? You get sick, don't you? You don't feel so good. Sometimes. You don't feel so good. Well, that's what's happening to your muscles. The organisms that live inside your arms and your legs, they don't like getting shaken up. And they're feeling sick. And that's why you're sore. And final question comes from Josh Wilson. Josh writes in and says, Dear Dr. Science. Yes! Why does alcohol make you drunk? Why does alcohol... Dr. Science, why does alcohol make you drunk? Make you drunk. Well, let's think about this. There's a very good explanation as far as why alcohol makes you drunk. Let's look at what, it, what is alcohol. Where did alcohol come from? Of course, alcohol was invented in Alabama by a man named Cole. You're making Rangi sicker listening to you. <laughs> a man named Cole invented oh, this substance in 1973. He invented it in Alabama alcohol, which is where the name came from. He so loved the Alabama Crimson Tide. He wanted to incorporate that into the name when he branded alcohol. But here's the thing. The way that alcohol makes you sick, or it makes you, uh, it, is it makes you drunk or makes you sick? Was that what the question was? Because it's actually How does it make you thing. drunk? How does it make you drunk? Mm-hmm. Well, it actually is very similar very similar to what we were just discussing. So in Alabama, the water there is different than water anywhere else, okay. which is where all alcohol comes from, is from Alabama. It's different. Now, what do you see, what do you see when, you, when you see people out in like the backwoods? You see like the moonshiners and those kinds of shows. What, what's, what's typical there? They're missing like a lot of teeth. Yeah, they are. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. they're, they're jumping up and down. I'm not saying all people from Alabama are, but the, but the backwoods moonshiners, they are. But what also are they? Happy. They're happy because they don't know no better. That's that's according to their words. You're channeling mountain moonshiner now. And it's because of the water from Alabama, which kind of, I'm just going to be honest with you, the water from Alabama... Kinds of brings brings you back to a more natural state. Well, back in the mountains where the alcohol comes from, where the water is used that they make the alcohol with, it is a specific type of water that is it dumps you down. It's Alabama water. Mm-hmm. That's what it makes. And you that's drunk. what alcohol is. Yes, and that's how it makes you drunk. Yes. And this has been Dr. Science. Perhaps we'll revisit that one someday. 
Dr. Science, you did pretty good. Pretty good, even though I know you're, you know, you're under pressure to get ready for your acting. Under pressure. I'm just trying to, to uh, you know, dispense the knowledge. Flood it over everyone. <laughs> Is it time for you to be on your merry way? Uh, I will need to be leaving here pretty soon. Well, there I know you is. did say that we have a couple birthdays. What, you have to take it? Uh, Let's listen. No, no, no. No, I'm I'm going to have to go here pretty quick. Okay. Okay, but yes, let's take care of these birthdays. So? All right. First up, we need to say happy birthday to Andrew. Andrew. Happiest of birthdays to you, Andrew. May you have yourself a wonderful celebratory day. Celebratory. 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 There we go. Yes, day indeed. And weekend. You get the whole weekend, Andrew. Have a good time with it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Also, we want to give a big happy birthday to our buddy up north, Mr. Dwayne. Yeah. Yeah, Dwayne. It's your birthday, buddy. Do it up right in Canada. We love you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. There we go. All right. Okay, okay. Well, Greg needs to get out of here, so apologies for how discombobulated we are today. We're trying. Because we're amazing. And we are all lucky to be able to bask in Greg's actor glow. I just uh, actor glow. It's like afterglow, but it's actor glow. Wow. Ah, it's being noted. Don't forget my lines. Yeah, that's possible. Oh yeah, I don't want to forget my lines. Yeah, you better not forget no. your lines. All right, we're gonna go because they've been yeah because you've been ready all day, but they've been waiting. As soon as you get there, they're gonna want you to. Yep. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in today and all the time. We appreciate it so greatly. Of course, you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe, where you can subscribe to the live stream and listen to all of the live programming on this network. All of the amazingness. And also, all of you who ordered sweatshirts, we're sending out the order today. Yes, indeed. Today. Yes, indeed. Today. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, thank you so much, so much for ordering those. So, if you did order one, we will go ahead and uh, we'll send you an email as soon as we get those in and we'll schedule times to come in and pick them up or when we're going to ship them. All of that. <laughs> all of these things. Uh, tomorrow on the Fun Employment Radio Network, of course, Chronicles of the Nerds will be here at 10 a.m. Yes. And then uh, followed by Rip City Bad Boys. Awesome. All right. Yes, yeah, so people are asking about your acting gigs. Yes, it's an extension of the acting gig yeah. that he did on Wednesday. So he impressed them so much that they gave him another a, a, another scene. They did, yeah. Which he'll be filming on the Hawthorne Bridge today. So if you drive by, honk and wave or yell Greg Nog or something. I will be there in mere <laughs> moments. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. You guys are awesome. And we greatly appreciate it. Yes, we we'll do. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Duck up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.